So hello everyone. So it's a beautiful day, rainy day. So everyone, you know, people in different places they are. Um, there, uh, there are many people who choose not to, not to get together and worship. But we are here to worship the Lord. We are here to hear the word. Okay. So today, what I'm going to share with you is something. Um, God has been teaching me from the beginning of this year. In from in different situations, God has been teaching me this, and even the messages that we have heard uh, in the I Forgive series hashtag I Forgive. So even in those um, you know messages, uh, God has been teaching me those uh, these things, and I've I've been blessed a lot by this, and I'm sure this will be a great blessing to you. So we will just bow down and we'll have a short prayer uh, before we start. Uh, Lord Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time, O Lord Father. Thank you, Lord, for as we could come together and worship you and hear, uh, we are ready to hear from you, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you prepare the ground, O Lord, prepare the soil, O Lord Jesus. And Lord Father, as uh, your word goes to this, uh, goes to all the hearts of the Father, you help us to practice it, O Lord, in our daily life, O Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Okay. So the title of my message is the wall. When we hear this word, the wall, the first thing that comes to our mind is, uh, in the Bible, the first thing that comes to our mind is the event Jericho, Jericho wall, or even uh, you know Nehemiah building the wall. Okay. So. Uh, you know, the, this is the event that we've heard many times in our life, right? We've heard uh, in the Sunday school, um, our Sunday school teacher teaching about Jericho Wall, or even we we tell our kids, we uh, tell them the story of Jericho Wall. So I I still remember when uh, when when we tell Jaden Jericho the wall, and he just says he just shouts. He said they shouted, shout. That's all he says, and the wall is broken. So today I just want to uh, share this thought that was that was it only the shout that brought the wall down? Was it only that shout of those Israelites that brought, brought the wall down? There were many other things. There were few many other things that they did to bring that wall down through the help of uh, you know with the help of God. So just to have a setting or the background, so Moses is Moses has commissioned uh, uh, Joshua to lead uh, the people of Israel. Okay, so he is so Joshua is the next leader to lead them to the promised land. And what is there in front of them now is the Jordan River. Okay. They have to cross the river, and uh, yes, God helped them to cross the river. And uh, also, uh, they they after crossing the river, what do they see? They are in the plains of Jericho, and they see the city. They could see the city, but they could see that massive wall that is in front of them. They could see that fortress. Okay, now uh, the, uh, here it just talks about the wall. You know, wall can be any ordinary wall. 
the walls that is built in the house, you know, the, the wall that you see right now, I'm seeing a wall in front of me. You know, also it looks like I'm talking to a wall because I don't see anyone though. Uh, you know, the, that is just an ordinary wall. But the wall that is mentioned in the Bible is the fort that uh, they are talking about. What is a fort? Fort is a defensive wall or defensive wall, they, they, uh, you know, a city creates to protect them from invaders, right? To uh, a, a wall where it, it is built in such a way that it is huge and massive and it is strong, right? So that they are well protected, they are well enclosed. There is nothing that come in and nothing that, that can go out. So it is this wall that Joshua and Israelites are saying. So when we think uh, in their perspective, they are seeing a wall, they are seeing a city which is, which cannot be conquered, right? Which, which seems very impossible to enter. Yes, Joshua knew that God is there. God has already promised that I have delivered Jericho in your hand. But they see there is this territory that is that is so huge. That is like uh, you know research in the when I researched about this Jericho city, it's about eight acres, six to eight acres. It's a huge city, and imagine that huge wall enclosing that city. So Joshua is seeing a huge wall, a huge city which is unconquered, and he's seeing this this enemy that is sitting that is the right behind the wall. Feeling safe and secure. So today, before I, uh, you know, start my main message, I would just like to, um, you know, ask you this question. I would like to think. I would like to make you think about. Can you identify that one wall in your life that needs to be broken down? Can you identify the wall that is stopping you? to enter the promised land. Jericho city there, it was already there, you could see, but there was that wall that had to be broken down. So right now, what if you are able to think that wall that is right there, where you are feeling that it is very difficult for it to be broken down. So we will see in this verse, in this chapter, how God helped Joshua and Israelites to break that wall. Okay? We will read uh, Joshua chapter 6 verse 1 and 2. It says, uh, Now the gates of Joshua were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with its king and its fighting men. Okay? So, God uh, God had told uh, the previous uh, slides. So, here you see, Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hand. So, Lord is already telling Joshua that Jericho is right there. I have already delivered. He did not say, I will deliver. He did not say, I, uh, you can conquer or nothing like that. He said, I have delivered. That means the task is already done. Right? But what is not mentioned there? 
Have, do you see any wall written there? No. So we don't see. So he did not say, I will break the wall and you will enter the Jericho city. I will break the wall and Jericho is all delivered. You know, there is no wall mentioned there. So it was, it was the obedience of people. It was the, it was the part of, uh, you know, uh, Joshua and Israelites that they had to do to break the wall, right? So we will see what they did. Again in uh, Joshua, when we read down Joshua chapter 6 uh, verse 3 to 5, it says, uh, March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a loud blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Okay? Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up. Everyone straight in. So that was the task which they had to do to bring the wall down. Okay? Where did this task happen? You know, this happened in a place, uh, in that plains of Jericho after crossing the river. Okay. So this is a place, Gilgal. Uh, I have uh, named this as the boot camp. So it was in this boot camp, in the training that happened in this boot camp that, uh, you know, that helped them to uh, break the wall. Okay, so I'm sure Joshua, Joshua had an army background, we all know, right, how um, uh, he was chosen in uh, uh, the previous book, we see how is he, he was chosen as to lead the army, uh, you know, to conquer the different cities. Now, uh, we see Joshua, I'm thinking, I'm just thinking, Joshua having that military background, he would have called it as a boot camp too, because what happens in a boot camp? Boot camp is a military term where they, they have a rigorous training. They have a, a very intensive training that happens uh, uh, where every soldier is being prepared, prepared mentally, a soldier is prepared physically, a soldier is prepared emotionally also, right? And it is for a short time. And after you, uh, you are trained in the camp, you uh, are fit there, then you are chosen, right? So I believe it was this camp that brought them, uh, brought them this victory. It was a training that was done in this camp that uh, you know helped them, helped them to break a wall. So this place was very significant in their lives. Also, we see it was in this place that God asked them to be set apart. Okay. They have to be set apart from the past. What is their past? So these were the uh, Israelites uh, who were uh, who have crossed. They they have come out the, the wilderness and they are in this place to enter the Jericho city. So you see, this is a new generation people. Okay. So probably these were the ones who were born in the wilderness in those forty years, where. Uh, they have not experienced God 
in a mighty way they have not seen the power of god they have not uh, you know had the encounter of god in their lives it was this place where they had to uh, you know they had to leave back there um you know, you know they had to remember what god has done so it was in this place god removed their reproach okay so reproach uh, of past so what is their past the past is the egypt israelites were taken to egypt as slaves okay slaves to a master slaves to someone who is superior to you who is you you are doing every work every everything that a master is ordering you right you are being humiliated they were humiliated by the soldiers there they didn't have any position in the society they didn't have any say they were you know physically they were uh, tormented so it was it was that slavery that god had removed it was that reproach that god had removed from them because slavery was a natural way of life so let's just think of what is that slavery what is that uh, you know um, what are we slave to today what is that habit we are slave to today or what are we uh, you know what what is that thing we are not able to overcome today you know it is in this camp that god removes the reproach and we see that there was circumcision of this new generation that was done circumcision means separating themselves for god so they were separated they were set apart okay so we see they have seen the river uh, crossing of the river jordan they have seen the power of god and it was Uh, you know it was their fathers or grandfathers who have seen the red sea crossing okay so god made this even this experience of crossing the jordan river as a uh, you know as a act to remember they had to create a memorial we uh, you know i don't want to go back to the book but we see in chapter 4 uh, that you know they had to create a memorial there so that now onwards the latter generations will remember what god has done in their life how god uh, you know helped them to cross the red sea that was a memorial that was something they had to remember right so we see in this it was in this camp they were separated from their past and they were separated to for uh, you know for god they were separated they were set apart for god thus you know that became a new beginning so it was in this camp that uh, you know it was a new start for them start uh, a new journey you see a new beginning for the life ahead okay so today we will understand the our first step to break the wall is to set us apart to be separated from this worldly things to remember you know to um, uh, for us to take away the reproach that is there take away the slavery the slave uh, whatever we are slave to it happens in this camp right and what else what god instructed them we will see in uh, verse 6 uh, chapter 
was third onwards we have seen so they were asked to uh, march for 6 days they were asked to march for 6 days and the seventh day you shall march seven times and the all the people shall shout with a great shout okay so what did they do second thing they had to do is they had to learn to march right so you think they had any background of marching you think they were you know uh, they were just you know they were uh, they were a family you know family they had their household things they had their donkeys along they had their children along with them and they were camped there in gilgal so it was in this place that they had to learn something new which they have not learned before right they had to march what is marching marching as per dictionary marching is an organized uniform steady walking forward okay so is marching a normal walk no it's not a normal walk it is not even a casual walk you uh, you know you have different ways of styles of walking when you wake up from the bed you're lazy you're still still sleepy that is a different way of walking or uh, you know uh, when we are late for class how do we walk we literally run or we are late for a meeting we run and go grab a seat so that is a different uh, walking okay so so it is it is not a normal walk it uh, we have to uh, marching is a disciplined walk so there is some amount of discipline that goes in that walk and also it takes an effort it takes an effort to march you know uh, remember the republic day parades remember um, our school days when we were asked to march being that uh, you know being that group and uh, you have to lift your legs really high to the waist and even the hands the movement and you have to see whether you're walking uh, together there is a rhythm you follow there is an effort so it takes an effort every step is an effort right and you have to be very alert you have to be very alert when you walk so the same way if we want to uh, break the wall if we want to break that wall we have to learn to march not walk they have to have a disciplined march with the law they have to take an effort every day they have to uh you know wake up every morning we have to wake up every day and have that consistent uh time of prayer have that uh, regular quiet time regular time your personal time with the lord we have to take an effort it is not easy and we cannot take it casually right we have to have that consistent disciplined march also because they obeyed they could have said lord we don't know how to march we will walk and go probably you know also what was the deadline for them they had to march in one day so he said march around the city once and do this for six times so there was a deadline they cannot take two days three days to march around the city there was a deadline for them so they so it was the obedience the march they had they marched in obedience right they followed every instruction that was given by god and they did not think why are we marching why are we not uh, you know not uh, thinking too much and also 
they did not think, think why is it only 6 days or 7 days why can't i march for 10 days i'm thinking if i was in that place probably i would think because can the wall come down marching probably i would think in that way what will marching do okay but they didn't think of that they just obeyed they were obedient to march and second thing what did they do is they learned to look beyond impossible they learned to see beyond what they see okay they learned uh, they you know at that point what they could see is that massive wall imagine how many times they would have uh, you know they would have seen the wall imagine how many times they would have gone closer to the wall or even touched the wall just to feel the massiveness remember when we go to uh, you know different forts um you know in goa there are many there are many jaisalmer all forts seen in movies you know you tend to see the massiveness you tend to see oh my god it's huge you know that's the first thing that comes to your arm um, in your mind so when there is something in front of you and when there is something which you see every day you tend to uh, you know experience it very closely right so that's what they did they they would have seen its massiveness they would have seen its strength they would have seen with what uh, you know how strong it is being built or they would have even doubted can this wall come down just by a shout they would have doubted many times i'm sure because that's what they had to do they had to just march 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 six days and shout but it is this faith that they had it is this faith that they had in you know in god you know hebrew 11 says faith shows you the reality of what we hope for it is the evidence of things we cannot see so it is this faith that they had the constant seeing of the wall every day you see that wall it seems bigger and bigger and massive they had to learn not to see things with their normal eyes you know they have what they have learned they have to learn to unlearn that our physical eye sees the wall which is right there but they had to learn not to see it that way they had to learn to see it god's way they had to learn to keep you know have trust in god have that faith in god that yes it is not me it is only through god it it is only him okay and it is here that they realized that they cannot do this okay it is only here they realize that the battle is more than they think and the battle can only be won by god okay so it was also god god put this in their heart so that it is a uh, god who is glorified you see it is not man's action it is god in our life in our uh, you know in our in the walls we see uh, every day the massive wall that we experience every day you know god wants you to put that faith today that 
probably you would have tried every day you you would have tried you would have had that experience lord i just want to come out of that habit how do i do it i'm not able to i tried i tried but it is that faith that he wants you to it is it is that discipline walk he want you to walk it is that marching he want you to march and have that faith yeah so is there anything in your life you're struggling uh today is there anything is there any massive wall which looks like a mountain for you right now let's think about it. is there anything any habit that you're not able to come out and we feel it's very difficult for us to bring it down we have to just learn to look beyond impossible we have to just leave it to god god says you take that one step of faith and i will take the rest 99 steps for you you have to just take that step of faith that one step that you know every in the marching you have to take left and right take just that left and i will make you win that uh, you know make you walk till the end every step we see every step that the uh, israelites and the priests took they had to reinforce their faith that it is not i it is only god can do it only it's possible with god hebrew level 6 says without faith it is impossible to please god it is impossible to please god without faith faith is something that is unseen that you cannot see with your normal eyes yeah and after marching after learning to look beyond impossible or after having that faith another thing they did is they had to learn to be silent they had to learn to be silent and to be re- to rest in god okay each day they were to march silently right so it says you are you go in uh, sunday the next day yeah so march silently around the city and come back and rest imagine uh, what would be their mental situation they saying that it is a you know it's a rigorous task right marching it's a rigorous task thousands of people marching thousands of people going and and it's a silent be silent how they would have done that i i'm still not able to understand is it not even a word and even the priest who carried the trumpets they even they were not allowed to blow you know in verse 4 it says have seven priests carry trumpets in front of the ark so it says carry it did not say blow so it was only on the seventh day even the priest had to blow blow the trumpet yeah so we see that it is that silence it is that silence of that six days that helped them to bring that loud shout on the seventh day it said shout with a great shout you know shouting itself is a great voice i can understand shouting is not our normal talking normal talk we just have a 
one type of uh, volume one volume shouting is we are going you know above the volume that we usually use and it says great shout imagine the shout that god expects on the seventh day on that day and it says uh, so if, imagine they the, they are so they are circling around that eight acres of land silent so there is a routine that is set here every morning they wake up they march they come back and they sleep and again so this goes on so this was something you know uh, it, it was a it was a routine that they had to be uh, they had to do and they had to be very patient in it they had to be very patient they, you know probably they would only come by night to their camp and they sleep and again wake up early morning so it is a lot of effort that goes in a lot of effort and continuous six days effort right so the six days of silence was very much required very much required in this camp and we'll see isaiah uh, in isaiah chapter 13 verse 15 16 isaiah says uh, this is a very nice verse i could uh, you know relate uh, in this message to especially this point of silence and rest it says the sovereign lord says to the people come back and quietly trust in me then you will be strong and secure but you refuse to do it instead you plan to escape from your enemies by riding uh, fast horses so what what is explained here here it says come back come back means uh, you know we come back from office we come back from work or different place and we come back means come we come back to rest right wherever we've gone you have to come back to one place and rest so i have understood that as rest and quietly quietly means silently so you see uh, the sentence the second sentence it says then you will be strong and secure so this second sentence is an outcome of the first sentence right it's an outcome of coming back and being quiet so it says only if you come back i have put it in this way only if you come back and rest you will be strong and secure it can also mean in that way right so it is not the physical strength that god is talking about here is it the physical strength yes one thing maybe when we rest we you know uh, regain our strength for the next day that is there but most importantly i understand it is the spiritual strength that uh, god is referring to here when we come back when we rest in god when we take rest when we take the shelter his, uh, under his uh, you know wings we rest we don't complain we don't hurry you know it says but you refuse to do it instead you plan to escape from your enemies and you instead you are always in a hurry why am i not getting the answer why is this why do i have to do this for so many days why can't god answer me you know it is that it is a frustration that comes up why am i not seeing anything so they they did their days work they rested they were not frustrated they were not angry each passing day 
and it was during this waiting period they got the strength from the lord the strength that was so much needed for them for the next day you know so uh probably this today if you see if your uh, you know if this is your waiting period if this is the days of silence this may be the days of silence this may be the days of obedience in your life so these are the days of rest you we have to learn to rest we have to learn to be silent in the lord for god to work in the background you know for for us to see that wall broken so they so what all they they have done they have uh, set them apart they have learned to march they have learned to look beyond impossible have faith and they learned to be silent and rest right so we see when they did all these things they obeyed you know they obeyed the instructions of god clearly the wall was brought down it was the seventh day the voice the shout was uh, you know they shouted with a loud shout and the wall was brought down yeah now there's a famous saying you know uh, it says uh, there is a 21 by 90 rule what is 21 by 90 rule i'm sure many of us know this it says uh, when you do something for 21 days it becomes a habit and when you do something for 90 days it becomes your lifestyle yeah so you know many of us practice to walk early in the morning for 21 days though i have tried but uh, i feel uh, you know some of us may probably we are trying to have a diet for uh, a week uh, next week and the third week mm, it's great if we are able to do it but you know there is this rule that pro- there is a science behind it though so uh, you know how do i uh, put it in this context is it is also vice versa you know it can make a habit but it can also break a habit we have to be very careful so uh, you know if we laze around for 21 days without god without prayer without having fellowship with god without you know having any connection with god it becomes a habit and which will lead into being our lifestyle isn't that alarming isn't that dangerous yes it is so when we do this when we are not you know in connection with god when we build this habit we build this massive wall around us in our life where we don't allow god to enter you know where it goes on building the wall and it goes on building and then there is this territory that comes in and that territory is that stronghold where the enemy is operating from there you know and so so i would ask you today so which is that territory in your life which is uncontrolled which is that territory from where the enemy is operating which is that massive wall where you know you're not letting you know probably it is that personal it is in your personal time 
which is that massive wall and tube that we are built around us. So you see these walls, some are visible, we can see it, we can experience it and some are invisible walls. The walls, materialism, the world, you know, love for worldly pleasure, love for better car, love for, uh, you know, a better, <clears throat> better bike or house. The habits that we have, the habits that, you know, uh, take us away from God, the laziness, you know, watching, you know, being in media, movies or always on phone, even health, sickness or any disease, any sickness we are going through. Priorities in life, is it the job, is it the education that is uh, hindering me? I need to, you know, uh, or is it the family? Even the invisible walls, and here you see, invisible walls are most powerful. It is more powerful than the visible walls. Because these invisible walls, nobody can see. It is only, it is only we, we know it, right? I know it, I know it what is going inside me. I know it what is going in, in me. Is it that wall of unforgiveness? Is it the wall of hurt? Is it the wall of rejection and the bitterness towards someone? Or the wall of fears, failures, insecurity, wall of addictions, rebellion, even wall of past relationship? You know, these all are the hidden sins. These all are the powerful walls that we build, where the territory, you know, if it's a stronghold, then it is, you know, uh, enemy is operating from this massive wall. For us to come out of this wall, what we have to do? We have to do what happened in Gilgal, what Joshua and Israelites did to break that wall. You know, regardless of the nature of the wall, they, <clears throat> what are the, yes, uh, so these strongholds we have to identify today in our life and we have to see how we are able to break it. Regardless of the nature of the wall, how tall it is, you know, how, how wide it is, however deep it is, we have to know one thing, that God can help us. That God can rescue us from this, from this, uh, you know, wall. And we have to understand one thing that we have to change the way we are circling. We have to change the way we are going around the wall. We have to set us apart. We have to learn to march. We have to look beyond the impossible and be silent and rest in God. So these are the things that, you know, we learn from that boot camp. These are the things that even Joshua and Israelites, uh, uh, they experienced, they learned. There were things that they have not uh, done before. These are the things they would have experienced the first time. It is that new generation. Trusting in God was a difficult thing for them. 
was a new thing for them so it was it was here it was right there probably we are in that situation it is right there we have we are ready you know when we are open to learn when we are open to experience the power of god in our life he is there to help us he is there to take us through he is there to help us to enter the promised land and even break that wall but there are few things few steps there is this effort that goes in there is this you know discipline that comes there there is this a uh, faith that comes in the silence that god requires you know it cannot happen in one day it cannot happen in one month probably we have to have that habit we have to practice it day after day month after month and to read you know and then we will see the wall broken then we will see the uh, promised land in front of our eyes so you know before closing i would like to uh, ask you one thing out of this out of those four points that i shared which is that one thing that seemed to you know that seemed to stand out which is that one point that you think that you can practice which is that one point where the spotlight is there where you see that is what i need to do first that is how i should circle that is how i should uh, go around the wall and which is the type of wall where is the stronghold is it a visible wall is it that invisible wall where the enemy is operating i believe god want you to practice that today i believe god is talking to you today that you commit that one thing today you commit that one wall today you open that door for me today and i will be able to help you i will give you the strength and the grace to break the wall i will help. i will teach you how to march you know it is god who gives us the strength and you will be able to enter the promised land today even by worship uh, kalyan was leading and uh, he was singing the song take me into the holy of holies yes so even i believe this is the time that you know uh, we've been uh, we've been hearing from uh, uh, danny the uh, the i forgive series there are many things in our life that has to be broken there are many walls that we have built you know it is it is god is speaking to us it is we have to do an effort the effort starts from you the effort the first step is from you so are you ready to take that first step are you ready to give that you know uh, the key to god where he can open where he can unlock your life and he can enter where he can help you uh i would like to just uh, close with a prayer thank you jesus thank you lord for this time on our father thank you lord for speaking to our hearts lord we commit those uh, strong goals on our father those massive goals on our father that is built in our life on our father the walls where we have given access to the devil on our father 
those visible and invisible walls or not. Lord Father, I pray, Lord Father, that you help us, oh Lord Father, to learn to circle the right way, oh Lord Father. To circle, Lord Father, for oh Lord, to circle in faith, oh Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord, to march, oh Lord Father, to have the discipline in our life, oh Lord. To take an effort every day to come to you, oh Lord Jesus. To take an effort to march, Lord Father. Lord Father, also help us, oh Lord, to look beyond what is what we see, oh Lord Father. The walls that we see every day, Lord Father, help us to overcome it, O Lord Father, and give our uh, trust and faith in you, Lord Father. Yes, Lord. And Lord Jesus, in these days of obedience, O Lord, you help us to be silent. Help us to give, help us to have that rest in you, O Lord. Where, O Lord Father, we will get, we will gain strength, O Lord. We will gain strength and we will gain security, O Lord Father, when we are silent and when we are, take rest in you. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord, that you help us, O Lord Father, to take that one step of faith. Thank you, Jesus, O Lord. I commit, Lord Father, everyone in your hand, O Lord, whoever is uh, struggling with something, O Lord, struggling with, with that wall to be broken down, O Lord. We would have tried many times, O Lord, struggling with a habit, O Lord, struggling with an addiction, O Lord Father. Struggling with something which is not, which is very personal, O Lord Father. Lord Father, you help us, O Lord, to come out of it, O Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen.